text on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line from a doctor this morning. Okay. Hey, Tara, I personally saw health officials and directors at Prisma during COVID drunk on power. This is a bad combination. As a physician, I do not want to see these people with any expanded powers. We have to stop this. Okay. Uh, yesterday, and I know this was on Charlie's show as well, we told you to call your legislators uh, to stop what is essentially, and, 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 and I'm, I'm being very reasonable about this, the creation of a health care dictatorship in our state. California had nothing like this. You saw things like it in Australia where the military was in the streets enforcing lockdowns, masking. That will come to South Carolina. And we asked a lot of you, Charlie did, I did, to text SC Rep to our text line, get the contact information for your House and Senate representative you know, in state legislature and tell them, no, 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 we're not, we're not going to create a health czar and give that person the power to force South Carolina National Guard, sheriff, police, local health officials to implement their will. We're not, we're not going to do that. Well, a lot of you were lied to by your legislators when you called. And I've been filling emails and texts about this all day yesterday. It was really exhausting. And, and, and I don't want to go too hard on these legislators because I don't know if they know they lied to you. They were all repeating off the same sheet of talking points. And I think they came from like a lobbyist. I, I don't know if they've gone and read the law like I did, Lee. So easy to do. It's very, very easy to do. You don't have to take my word for it. And I would encourage you not to take my word for it. You can Google it yourself. Okay, here's what they're saying. Oh, yeah, no, this isn't new. This has been in the law for 26 years. This, this is uh, these powers law enforcement can enforce. This is no change. Oh, it's a change. Let me tell you what the current law says. In a, the very, very specific case of quarantining an individual, and the law goes exhaustively into what qualifies, right? What gives our health officials the legal ability yeah. to quarantine an individual? Because it's not, it's not just they woke up and decided. Right. Um, in that case, Lee, it says right there in existing law, and this is what the legislators are not being honest about, the public safety authority and other law enforcement officers may, may arrest, isolate, or quarantine an individual who is acting in violation of an isolation or quarantine order. What's that word? Individual. May quarantine an individual who is acting in violation of an isolation or quarantine order after the, after the order is given to the individual by the health authority. That's what they have now. It says may, right? So if local sheriffs, local police are like, uh -uh, no, not, no can do, sorry. Don't think that's constitutional. That's their right. They don't have to enforce it. That's what's in the law. What is the new, what did the two bills say? They've already passed the Senate and the House, okay? We got to stop this. This is bad. Let me read it to you. All sheriffs and constables in the several counties of the state and police officers and health officers of cities and towns must, must aid and assist the director of the Department of Public Health and Environmental Control and must carry out and obey his orders or those of the Department of Health to enforce and carry out any and all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations. That sound the same to you? No. So before, in the very specific case of quarantine, officers may enforce the orders. 
and only for quarantine. And only in very specific cases, the law goes on and on about. Okay, so that's, that is what is on our books. And yes, it's been there 26 years. Yes, it's only been used once. And, and Lee, I don't even know that I personally really have a problem with that. That's, that's, it's very specific. It's very limited. And I said in the last hour, look, Barack yeah. Obama let people with Ebola in this country knowingly. That was, he, he announced it. So I, I kind of want them to go get a person who's very sick with some foreign disease or something, right? Like, I'm, I'm cool with that because it's very limited and law enforcement doesn't have to, uh, to comply. But your legislators are not telling you the truth when they say it's in the law. This takes our state national guard, our sheriffs, our police, all of them. They must obey not just a quarantine order, but all orders. So the new health director, really dictator, wakes up in the morning and says, you know what? I read in the New York Times about this, this, and this. I think I'll do that today. They have to comply. That is what this says. So Hobart Lewis, our sheriff last time, there was stuff he was like, no, I'm not enforcing that. He doesn't have an option this time. And again, I don't know that these legislators know they're not telling you the truth. I think, again, because they're all reading off the same talking points. They're saying, oh, it's no big deal. So what this does is it consolidates seven agencies under this new health czar, okay? And again, as I said earlier, you know, and they're saying it's more efficient, it's more conservative, it's more, what I mean, it may be. I, I, don't, I don't know. And it really doesn't matter as long as this bureaucrat's just a bureaucrat. Yeah. But when you add in, when you add in this incredible dictatorial power. Let me read it to you again because it's so jaw-dropping. And again, this is our state legislature. You can stop this. Oh, well, let me read it first, and I'm going to tell you the other lie they're telling you this morning. All sheriffs and constables in the several counties of this state and police officers and health officers of cities and towns in South Carolina must, must, aid and assist the director of the Department of Public Health and Environmental Control and must carry out and obey his orders or those of the Department of Health to enforce and carry out any and all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations that may be prescribed. Total power. That's a healthcare dictatorship. And the people pushing this have received donations from major pharmaceutical companies whose names you would recognize and also from our healthcare networks in this state. This is total power. We can't have this. The other lie lead that they're telling, oh, it already passed the Senate and the House. Yeah, it's too late. No, it's not too late. That's a lie too. And I, and I got to tell you this because so many of you at my request and Charlie's re request, you texted SC Rep, that's SC Rep, to the text line 71307. You called and you were told this pack of lies. Oh, it already passed. It's too late. No, it's not too late because the Senate and the House versions are different. They've either got to put this bill back through the House, or back through the Senate, or reconcile them, Lee, as you said yeah. earlier, or guess what? Uh, they don't have a bill. Right. They, they can't pass. So it's, we're, this, this isn't over. This is just starting. If you are a legislator and you want to see the cut and paste, I'll send you the links um, of these laws. You can read them yourself. It's not hard to do. It took me like 20 minutes because it's not hard to do. All you got to do is look up Emergency Health Powers Act. That's the existing law. You go right in there, start looking at the law enforcement segment. It's very short. And it says that law enforcement, at their choice, they may, in very specific quarantine situations for individuals who are being quarantined by DHEC, they may use the full power of law enforcement. This says they must, and it's not specific. It's whatever the health director, dictator, really throws out. We got to stop this.
So here's what you do. Text keyword gov. We're going to start working on Henry McMaster right now. Text keyword gov. We cannot have him sign this. G-O-V. Keyword gov. Uh, to the text line 71307. Call him, email him, no can do. Mm-mm, not doing this. And then SC rep is the one. You can find your senator, your house member. You need to hit both. You could send them an email. You can uh, give them a phone call. They are going to tell you untrue things when you call. They're all reading off the same talking points, and I think they come from the lobbyists. Well, that's the thing. I have two questions. Why? Why, why the change? Yeah. And then, of course, who wanted it? And once you find out who wanted it, once again, the question, why? Because you already have existing state law on an individual basis, um, a, a just and equitable and fair resolution to the medical issue. Yeah. That's at, at, that's at hand here. But this is a complete overreach and once again becomes, in my mind, an unconstitutional um, assumption of power by a non-elected official. And, and also compelling other state agencies, other officials of government to enforce something that, quite honestly, is unconstitutional to begin with. Now, let's take a look and see what's actually going on here. Josiah Magnuson, who was state, state rep, he was on his show yesterday, he offered an amendment. Mm-hmm. It said... We aren't going to force law enforcement to do whatever the health dictator says, whatever the health czar says. We, nope, they can't force law enforcement. They can make all the recommendations they want, and they should be free to do that. I got no problem with that, but you can't force law enforcement to do it at the local level. It was defeated. So they had a chance, Lee, yeah, take that out. to mm-hmm. take that out. And all the people who are, quite frankly, lying to you when you're calling all these legislators, who are like, oh, it's already in the law. No, no, no. They could remove it but they won't. So this is deliberate. This is not an accident. We're not confused. Um, I, I just, I, it, it's, th- this, ha- this has to stop. This is going to guarantee another pandemic because I can tell you what, given the pharmaceutical and healthcare companies involved here, they're big names you would know who've made the donations, they're doing this in other states too. We will wake up in a healthcare dictatorship uh, top down from the WHO where they're just going to repeat what the WHO says and they're going to put the the National Guard on the ground. And it's going to be like Australia. It's going to be like New Zealand. So here's Josiah Magnuson. It was Amendment 3. And it removed the egregious requirement that local law enforcement enforce any health mandates, any, pushed by the new health czar. They voted it down. Uh, In case you want to know who's on your side here, I want to thank... Thomas Beach, Representatives Burns, Chumley, Cromer, Gilliam, Harris, Magnuson, May, McCabe, McCravey, both Morgans, uh, Nutt, Aramis, Trantham, White, Kilmartin, Landing, and Jones. They said no. Everybody else thought this was great. Now, I want to give, again, at least some of these legislators the benefit of the doubt because given the talking points, they were all talking off the same sheet. I think these talking points came from these lobbyists, and I think a lot of these legislators don't actually know what the law says. I'm, I'm pretty convinced about it because there's some generally good people here who usually vote pretty well who are telling our listeners this when they call. And I just want to give them the opportunity to get educated on this. If you want to email me, I will send you the links in the law. But you guys are legislators. You know how to look up the law. But I'll send them to you if you want. What you just passed 
And what the law actually says, these are, these are new powers. This isn't old. This hasn't been around 26 years. And again, when you call today or email, they're going to tell you it's too late. It's already passed. It's not too late. That's the other big lie. Not too late. Two different versions passed, one in the House and one in the Senate. They got to reconcile them and put a bill through uh, at least one chamber, maybe two. We can stop this. And we can also stop it at the governor's office. Okay? If they want to consolidate power and have a health czar and they think it's more efficient, that, that's fine. I'll hear an argument for that. I'm not opposed to that, but we're not going to give them an army. We're not going to give this individual the ability to force South Carolina National Guard sheriffs, police, local health officials um, to go do their bidding at the point of a gun. We're not doing that's, that's They didn't even do that in Washington State and California. That's how crazy this is. SC Rep, S-C-R-E-P, and we'll send you something. You can find your House member, your senator. They're probably not going to be honest with you when you call. Do not let that dissuade you. I think they're as confused. I, I, just, I think a lot of them are confused. I don't think they're necessarily evil. I think a lot of them are confused this morning. Joe Biden is out there, man, and he is outraged. He is very, very upset that sanctuary cities are not cooperating with ICE, he says. Uh-huh. And it's very clever what the White House is doing here. They're making it sound like, oh, it's not Joe. No, 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 it's these, these sanctuary He's throwing Democrat cities under the bus. No, no, it's these sanctuary cities, and they just need to cooperate. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to Joe Biden, circa 2020. Here's just one of the debates in which he said this. Should undocumented immigrants arrested by local police be turned over to immigration officials? No. That was pretty clear, wasn't it? Yeah. As we learn, you know how the mayor of Athens hilariously claimed it wasn't a sanctuary city. There's been no legislation from this government that has created sanctuary city status. Liar! You're a liar! Questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head! Turns out that guy yelling in the background is the one who's correct. Uh, it turns out the brother of the illegal immigrant, you know the one who was arrested three times? Yeah. One of those times was for theft. They ignored a detention uh, request from ICE and they let him go. Because they're a sanctuary city. But look, we got X now, and so this stuff runs. They, the media can't, they can't black it out, and, and they're in a cold panic. They, they have lost control. That's why Joe Biden's down there. They have lost control, and they have lost control for one reason. Don't forget this reason. The number one most downloaded app right now in America is the Twitter app. It's not Bank of America. It's not Walmart. It's not Amazon. It's Twitter. And as long as that horrific situation continues, they, they can't cover this up. That is why there's been so many dead, murdered, beautiful women. Kate Steinle. Kate Steinle never got this kind of traction. Why? Because we had never, we, we didn't have that kind of free speech. Because at that time, social media was not as developed. If Elon Musk hadn't rolled out of bed one day and said, you know what, I think I'll save free speech, that'll be my gift to the world. We wouldn't be talking about Larkin Riley this morning. Because no one would know. We'd know on talk radio, but no one would know. They can't hide it, and they're in a frothing panic. But let's go back. Let's let's go back down memory lane. 
We'll do that in the next segment. Joe Biden is now couching himself as a victim. He's a victim man of, uh, I don't know, Trump and something with the legislation or something. And uh, yeah, he is. But he really wants to save the country from a border search. Really? Because, see, I've got a great archive of everything he's ever said on this issue. We're going to play some of it where he promised to do exactly what he is doing right now. So he went to the border and he blamed Trump and he blamed Trump for telling the Senate uh, not to pass that bill. Why did Trump say that? Why did Trump do that? Well, the bill would have allowed 1.8 million illegals to break the law every year. The bill would have kept a future Trump presidency from shutting down the border until 5,000 illegals a day for multiple days crossed. That sound like a good idea to you? No, it makes things worse. Biden is lying to you. He's saying, well, this gives me authority to shut down the border. He has it right now in federal law. He doesn't need the authority to shut down the border. He could do it right now. The fact that he hasn't after the murder of this beautiful young woman is horrific. The fact that he hasn't after mainstream media, liberal news outlet Bloomberg reported two days ago that Venezuelan murders in violent crime are down 22% right now. And they flat out say why. It is because the gangs have moved. They have migrated. Bloomberg doesn't say where, but we know. They've come here. You see that in Bloomberg? You don't shut down the border. You're complicit. You are complicit. But what Joe Biden's not telling you about this bill is it would allow 5,000 in a day until he was given the power to shut the border down. But there's no enforcement mechanism. He's not required to. So all they're doing is this. This, again, would be as if the count, the city council of Greenville said, hey, you know what? What? Bank robbery is still illegal. It's going to always be illegal, but we're going to let the first five bank robbers go. So you get up early in the morning, you be there right when the bank opens. Stick the gun in her face, take the money, and you get to keep it. But if you're bank robber number six, well, we're going to put you in prison. We're going to enforce the law. That's what Joe Biden did. At the, that, that is what that Senate bill does. And it was cut. The deal was cut by the traders, Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney. Well, here's the thing. This House sent a bill that would actually close the border over in May. It has sat there. Democrats won't even let it move because they control the Senate. So this idea, pass my bill or else it's got to do something. It's better than nothing. Well, they did do something back in May. But they don't mention that. This would make it significantly worse. So we're going to go back down memory lane with Joe Biden, the real Joe Biden. And he's going to explain to you his plans for the border. And they sound a lot like what is happening right now. We'll be right back. Poor Joe Biden. Poor Joe Biden. He was out there at the border man screaming, this is America. We can get anything done we want. We can stop this. Yeah, whatever. Here's a real Joe Biden. This was him during a particularly, this was back during the Obama administration at the end of it, during a particularly bad surge at the border that they had choreographed. Surge of illegal immigrants at the border, they wanted, and so they had stopped enforcing the law. Joe Biden was asked about the surge. Not only was he not for stopping it, he thought it was the best thing ever. I'll let him explain why. And the wave still continues. It's not going to stop. 
nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Non-stop. Non-stop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent, for the first time in 2017, will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America, from then and on, will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Hmm. Nonstop. Unrelenting wave. Sure looks a lot like what's going on right now. But that was back at the end of the Obama administration. I mean, he doesn't still think that today. I mean, he wouldn't promise this unrelenting surge on the campaign trail in 2020, would he? What I would do as president, I would, in fact, make sure we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. Yeah. Then you go and you can still look this up. It's online and read the Biden Sanders plan for the border. They said, point blank, published in the summer of 2020, they would welcome their words, not mine, welcome all of the world's migrants to America. At the time, it was estimated by Gallup, that's, that was about 200 million people. I guess they're well on their way to doing that. Now, here is last year when Joe Biden went down to Mexico. He is standing on a stage with the Mexican president. I guess figures no one will know what he says down there. Here's the Mexican president thanking him for not building the border wall. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that. Now, Joe Biden has such a hunger for approval. I think he hasn't gotten it much in his life. You can see why. Um, just given his personal characteristics. That when anyone compliments him, he just blows up like a balloon. Practically falls at their knees. Here's how he answered the Mexican president after the Mexican president praised him on the stage for not building the border wall. He took credit for what he calls the greatest migration in human history. That's how he sees the Venezuelan gangs coming over our border. This has been the greatest migration in human history around the world, as well as in this hemisphere. And uh, when I got elected, the first thing I, the first major piece of legislation I introduced. And he goes on and on about it, blah, blah. It was, it was the legislation for amnesty. He then bragged he was making it easier to get here. He means illegally. And so we're trying to make it easier for people to get here, opening up the capacity to get here. Hmm. Who's coming? Well, this is this week, Rodney Scott. He is the former head of Customs and Border Patrol. Who's coming, Rodney? It's not just the Venezuelan gangs. Remember, the first act that many of these people are doing when they come into the United States is violating the law. They're cutting in front of legal immigrants. They're coming into the country illegally. Venezuela specifically, they basically emptied their prisons. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. They basically emptied their prisons. What did Joe Biden say, though, about Mexican gangs? Venezuelan gangs who are coming here. And, and that is fact now. My source is a mainstream media liberal source. Bloomberg this week says that murder and violent crime is down. I can't believe this. Down in Venezuela, 22-year low because the gang members have migrated out of the country. They don't say where because it's here. But folks, that's Bloomberg. So you can't argue with it. It's mainstream media. You got to believe, right? Whatever they say. I believe. 
So does Rodney Scott. But here's how Joe feels about this. If, if Venezuela has violent, bloodthirsty gangs, we should too. It's only fair. In today's interconnected world, we cannot wall ourselves off from shared problems. We are stronger and better when we work together, uh -huh. the three of us. Yeah, sure. And by the three of us, he's talking to Trudeau in the head um, of the Mexican government, Obrador. Now, how do we get here? Oh, it's Trump's fault. No, this is 2021 MSNBC, the now impeached head of the Department of Homeland Security. Mayorkas explains, well, I'll let him tell you. And I'd like to understand from you what Trump-era immigration policies have been banned, ended, reversed, and if any investigations are underway by you. Uh, so we have rescinded so many uh, Trump immigration policies. It would take so much time to list them. Yeah, so much time to list them. Um, but as Joe Biden complains about um, how, how much of a victim he is of the surge at the border, understand the panels you paid billions, B, billions of dollars for to build the wall are still rotting in the desert. They've gotten rid of most of them just to make sure the wall could never be built. I'll let Joey Jones explain, as he did yesterday on Fox News. But I just want you guys to know, I got an email last night of pictures of a post on a federal website. All the steel that President Trump bought with taxpayer dollars to build the wall with that has been sitting at the border dormant for four years now. Our federal government put out an APB to all other government agencies. Hey, come get this steel and use it for whatever you want to. Even an opportunity for private citizens to buy it back at one third the price. So when you have a president blaming Republicans for not funding more border security, and at the same time he's giving away the material to build the wall with, it's hard to take that president seriously. Okay, so Joey, want to switch topics with you. And okay, and it ends there. It ends there. Even NBC News just admitted why this happened. They actually, it's, we stop, whenever there's anything true on mainstream media, we stop the show and tell because it, it just never happens. It's like a thing of wonder. NBC News interviewed Border Patrol Union Chief Chris Cabrera. He explained why there's all these people here. And by the way, Joe Biden is playing kind of a brilliant game. He said in his speech, oh, hey, look, that, that great bill in the Senate, man, it would have hired thousands of asylum judges. We could deport these people in six months. Well, that's kind of silly because they wouldn't be in the country if you kept Trump's remain in Mexico policy. We don't need more judges. We need them to remain in Mexico. And the way Trump's policy worked was if you didn't remain, you got caught here, your asylum bid is over. You're done. Can't break the law. Got to remain in Mexico. You don't qualify for asylum. Very simple. And by the way, Joe Biden could put that back in place by noon because the courts have upheld it. He's just a liar. Anyway, here's Chris Cabrera explaining this to NBC News. A record 8.6 million migrants have crossed into the U.S. since President Biden took office. The Border Patrol Union telling us Mr. Biden should not have reversed Trump border policies. They were very effective for us as Border Patrol agents in securing the border. An NBC News poll shows 57% of Americans say Mr. Trump can best secure the border. Of course he can. Now, remember when the left went buck wild over this? This was the epitome of total racism somehow or something. Remember when Trump said this in 2016? They're bringing, dr they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. But I speak to border guards, and they tell us what we're getting. And it only makes common sense. They're sending They us tell us what they're getting. So this would never happen. You know, murder or rapists would never, ever, 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 ever come across the border because 
They don't know why. They just scream racist. Was Trump right? That was 2016. Here's Trump yesterday. Reading last year's crime stats at the border. Last year, almost half of all ICE arrests were criminal aliens charged for more than 33,000 assaults, 3,000 robberies, 6,900 burglaries, 7,500 weapons crimes. This is all migrant crime. 4,300 sex crimes, 1,600 kidnappings, and 1,700 homicides and murders. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond, beyond belief. Yeah, Biden hasn't called the parents yet. And then Trump said this. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. Mr. President, do you bear any responsibility for Lake and Riley? Yes, you hear at the end that the reporter shouting, do you bear any responsibility for Lake and Riley's murder? He turns his back and he walks away. Can you imagine what that would do to her parents seeing that? I can't. Love those bump tunes. Okay. If you're like me, I'm fueled by things I look forward to. Could be just a little thing too. Like I know I'm going to go eat somewhere I like, out to, out to eat or movies coming out that I like. We are super hyped right now for Dune. Uh, it opens in theaters today. If you haven't seen the first one, it was really, really good. We watched it together as a family. So we're going to go see it as a family in the theater. We don't do that much because it's so expensive. It's like a mini vacation. But we're going to see Dune in the theater. So I can't wait for that. The ratings out on it are really good. We'll see. Um, we'll hear a, ma- a snootful, I think, by the end of the weekend on how good it is. I'll let you know. Uh, but it is the first day of March. Can't believe that. It's going so fast. My mom told me one time, she said, once you have a kid in kindergarten, it's like somebody hits fast forward and your life goes so fast. I'm like, kindergarten, ma? And she's like, yeah, kindergarten. It's true, man. Can't believe it's March. Anyway, things to look forward to because I need to look forward to things. It just makes me a happier person. Um, on, uh, you know, so we've got Dune coming out, Kung Fu Panda 4, if you're into that, or your kids or grandkids are. Godzilla v. Kong, The New Empire, comes out March 29th. Men in my family are incredible Godzilla fans. My daughter and I don't get it. We stay home, they go to the movies, we go out to lunch. So, um, but that's coming out. Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal hits Amazon March 21st. We'll see if that's any good. Not endorsing it, just telling you it's coming. Uh, that big basketball tournament is coming. A lot of you look forward to that. Uh, placing bets in your workplace. That's March 19th. That gets started. MLB opening day, March 28th. So things to look forward to in March. All 30 teams will be playing that day, so that's cool. Uh, Daylight savings time starts up again on Sunday, March 10th. You will lose an hour of sleep, but uh, it will begin staying light out later. It's always depressing to me when uh, it gets dark early. So uh, all of that coming up, plus St. Patrick's Day on the 17th and, of course, Easter on the 31st. My family has started, you know what we've started doing? My Thanksgiving dinner, I don't mean to brag, but I will, is so good that they start craving it a few months after Christmas. Uh, so we have Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for Christmas, and then the family comes for Easter and we have it again. I make Thanksgiving. So I know I'm doing that. It's a great idea. Um, just an excuse to do it. 
I'm looking forward to that. If you get together with your family for Easter or whatever you do, uh, a lot of great things to celebrate in March. And of course, hoping it gets, uh, you know, warmer. We're going into the spring. So just love to see those shoots on the trees and the green coming back. Because to me, the hardest months of the year are, are, I don't know about you, but January and February, it's just so gray. And I'm very solar powered. If it's gray, it just gets me down. I'm very, very mood affected by whatever the weather is. And so when it's nice, I'm in a great mood. Uh, texture rates on the common sense retirement planning text line. Happy new year. According to the Julian calendar, the texture rates, Biden is the new El Chapo of the international human trafficking crime syndicate. He is. We saw the horror this week of Dr. Phil losing it. Uh, as he went to the border and was told by border patrol, look, we have to turn children over to their sex traffickers. We don't want to. Biden won't let us DNA test, so we can't prove it's not their parents. We know we're handing them to the same gang members who are sex trafficking these migrant children, but we have no choice. Dr. Phil losing it on The View, uh, losing it on Joe Rogan. That's a big part of why Joe's down there. They couldn't stop the, twi- the those uh, clips from circulating on Twitter. So, folks, we're winning right now because Twitter is the most downloaded app in the App Store, bar none. That's why we're winning. They can't stop it. They haven't figured out how to stop it. The FBI can't stop it. They can't censor it. They don't know what to do. And it's hurting them, which makes me happy. 